This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for May 25th, 2014. The Gospel is taken from the book of John, chapter 14, verses 15 through 21. The message is by Mother Nancy James. That's something else. (laughs) Who knows what today is? A little louder. Rogation Sunday. What does that mean? Haven't got a clue. Okay. Well, it's it's a it's a day of uh, of of prayer, of of thanksgiving, of focusing on the harvest. It has a really rich tradition behind it. Um, it's sort of like. Uh, the planting day, you know, everything's in the ground. It's time to to uh, pray for for the good harvest kind of thing. Um, it used to be fixed to April 25th, which is a good thing that it's moved because April 25th we probably would have still had snow on the ground. Why am I making that? Because I've gotten stuck. Okay. Does that make you happier? That makes you happier, doesn't it? Okay. Okay, um, it grew out of a pagan festival called Robigalia, where they would process, process, walk around formally through their fields and pray for protection of their crops from mildew. Uh, yeah, so can tell you how far back that goes, that that was the biggest problem that they had. Uh, in Christian history, it, it was St. Mark who sort of brought it in back um, and the, the processional litanies were originally ordered by St. Meritus of Venae, who was born in 470. So somewhere around 500, it became a formal thing. And his purpose or his reason for doing this, walking an area and praying for it, was he was trying to protect his town from volcanoes. So as bad as our weather is, at least that's one problem we don't have. Uh, The Church of England adopted it as a feast day in 747 at the Council of Clovisheau. You're all going to remember all of this, right? And it morphed into something that became affectionately known as beating the bounds, where the priests would lead the procession and they would go out and march the boundaries of the parish, beating the ground with with staves, okay? Now, they didn't go to the church property and walk around. They walked the entire parish. So if we started now, we might be done by the end of summer. If, If we wanted to include all the places where all of you lived scattered all around Ohio. But it was... um. The prayers had four points, really, that they were praying, praying for. Um, one was, of course, the, a good harvest within you know, their boundaries. The other was that uh, charity would be practiced among the people, that mercy would prevail, and above all, that justice would live in, in their boundaries. Okay. It also happened to be a really good way of teaching children and uh, new parishioners, new people to the area, though they didn't move around much in those times, 
exactly where the boundary was. <laughs> so everybody knew they had this common root. Okay. So when we think about rogation, we think about rogation days, we think about planting, we think about seeds, we think about new growth, you know, we look to the future, and there's this sense of hope, you know, something is coming. You know, there's a uh, possibility of prosperity coming. You know, we look to the future with the expectation and a hope and, and, and a question. I wonder what's coming. So that's sort of the theme of rogation. And, it, you know, if we pay attention, we can see all of these things that work around us, not just today, but, but always. Now, rogare is the Latin word that this all comes from. And interestingly, rogare means ask. Ask. And in the Latin, so I went to the Vulgate, which is the first Bible, totally Latin, and it all, this word only appears eight times. It appears in the Old Testament and the New Testament equally. And in looking at when this word is used, it is always used at a time not just of asking, like, hey, you got, you got a fork? Can I, you know, borrow a dollar? You know, could you pick that up? You know, it's not that kind of ask. But it's an ask that is associated with a lot of passion and, um, and, and, and a commitment. Daniel uses it, and he says, Then I turned to the Lord God to seek an answer by prayer and supplication with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. And this is his description of his prayer time after he was looking through the scripture and read from the prophet Jeremiah that Jerusalem was going to be desolate for 70 years. And he's just consumed with this passion to pray for them. And he's praying for all of, of Israel. And in the New Testament, in Matthew, we 